Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So happy to have you here. As always, my name is Carly Aquilino, and I'm your host, and I'm so excited to get into this episode. We have a lot of emails that you all sent in to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com, and I have some other things that I want to chit-chat with you about, starting off with the dumbest shit I've ever done that happened to me yesterday that I am personally, permanently scarred from. Um... I got a new freaking candle and I was so excited to open it. Um, DW Candles sent it to me. This is, that's not sponsored by them. Trust me, you'll hear why. You'll hear why. So your girly was really excited yesterday. I'm like, I'm going to open my new candle and we're going to have a little morning on a Saturday morning. And so I put on my Carol King record and I'm vibing in the kitchen. I light up my Christmas tree and it's time to light the candle. So I lit it with a stick of incense because that's what I do. That's how I light my freaking candles. Don't come for me. Light it up. And then I lean over it to go put my incense in the, you know, box, the chamber. And I heard something and I smelled something. And I looked down and my hair is on fire. Uh, the whole left side of my head was on fire and I screamed and put it out with my bare hands because you don't think what when something like that's happening. I didn't burn my hands or anything, but my hair was on fucking fire. OK, the whole chunk of side of my head. And I f- was like, oh, my God, so scared. Right. And then I'm like, we got it. I didn't even want to look in the mirror and see what it was. But I'm like, we got to see what the damage is here. And luckily, it was just the front side of my head. So I ended up kind of giving myself a haircut and it looks so bad, but it kind of can blend in. It kind of looks like it's intentionally like bad, if that makes any sense. But I gave myself freaking angles because I, I, my hair was on fire. So it gave itself angles and I tried to just blend it and it looks like shit. So that's a dumb thing that I did. I don't know how it happened. I think when I lit the candle, you know, when you first light a candle and the flame goes whoop, like up really high and then it dims down. I think I was too close to it when that was happening. So yeah, be careful out there with the damn candles. That's number one. Number two, I hope everybody is good and happy and healthy because we have in New York, the highest, uh, amount of COVID cases since the beginning of the pandemic. Everyone I know has got it. Um, my friend, we thought she had strep throat and yesterday found out she has full-blown COVID. It's the, you know, Omarion variant. And I know it's not called the Omarion, but um, it would be good if it was, and they should have named it better. So that's number two. I hope everybody's healthy. And number three would have to be that there was something else, but I forgot what it was. Oh, don't come for me about the damn. I'm sorry that the podcast, the wrong podcast was posted last week. I'm sorry. Things get lost. Things get mixed up sometimes. And you guys, I'm doing the best I gosh darn can. Okay. So don't come for your girly. And, and I have to make a, a public apology furthermore about the fact that I said Michelle Branch when it was actually Vanessa Carlton. I know I mentioned this on the Patreon episode, but really they're all the same people to me. And, and I do give them all their respect where, where it is due. And I love all of them, but tell me if you agree, Vanessa Carlton, Michelle Branch and Stacey Orico are the three girlies that are pretty much the same girly to me. There's a lot of people that I feel that same way with if we're going to get into it, we'll get into it at a later date because I have to have them all compiled in a, in a good way. But 
yeah, I messed up the damn name and I got about 400 DMs. Like you said, Michelle Branch, when it is Vanessa Carlton. And I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry about that. I, and that's my bad. So, okay. So that's that. I wanted to talk a little bit and see if you guys are watching the new sex in the city, what your thoughts are. I've been making predictions and my predictions have been coming true. I'm not going to give anything away because I know some people haven't been able to, you know, sit and watch it yet, but I would recommend it at first. Uh, what I will say about it, and this isn't going to give anything away. The first episode felt really weird to me in the beginning, like up until about halfway through the episode, I'm like, what are they doing? Like they were just so obviously, um, trying to be woke. If that makes any sense. Like the writing was just for, it was weird. It was weird. Like the things that were happening, I'm like, what is this? There's such better ways to go about having awareness in what's going on culturally in this country and all of this stuff without being like straight up just obvious about it. And you guys know how I feel about TV shows when they do stuff like that. Sometimes I'm like, where is this genuine? Are you just doing this so you don't get shit from people? Um, I guess everyone has to cover their bases with stuff like that. But it, it did seem a little transparent and a little disingenuous to me in the beginning. Um, but to be fair, Sex and the City, I love the damn show. And I actually recently last week just started it back at season one, episode one. Um, but the writing has always been a bit corny, the, you know, since, since the very beginning. So it's one of those things you're going to get what you're going to get. That's that, but it's, it is getting better. Um, another thing I will say that I don't think this is a spoiler, but I'm surprised that the characters, uh, Miranda is not Miranda anymore. They changed her up a little bit. Um, I think they made her into kind of a Karen and you'll see why there's an instance that happens with her son that I'm like, Oh, is she a Karen now? But anywho, that's that. And another thing that's happening in celebrity news is that, Elon Musk and, and Jeff Bezos are fighting. Elon Musk did an interview um, because he was named Time Stanley. If you come near the laptop, if you come near the laptop, babes, okay, you've been sleeping all gosh darn day, and now I open the laptop, and where do you want to sit? I swear. Um, but Elon Musk was named uh, Time Magazine's Person of the Year for 2021, and he, of course, had to throw shade at, at our baby boy, Jeffrey. Jeffrey Bezos. Okay. And one thing we don't like to see is our boys fighting, but I just think it's so funny because he said, um, Jeff Bezos should spend more time at blue origin instead of in the hot tub. You know, he should be spending more time working on his spacecraft and his space missions than, uh, <laughs> he does in the hot tub, which I don't know to what this reference is, but it's just so funny to me for many reasons. Number one, shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Like you guys are billionaires. Nobody cares about your beef, but like, you, it, it's, it simply doesn't matter. Um, but we, we never like to see the boys fighting the billionaire boys because they have enough going on. You know, they're too, they, they have a lot of money that they have to count. So it's really sad, you know? And, uh, I also think it's funny because <laughs> And, you know, I think everyone's crazy, but I just think it's so funny that 
Elon Musk is hating on Jeff Bezos for like going in a hot tub. It's like Jeff Bezos literally built a fucking empire out of a website that used to sell books. Okay. He did the unthinkable. And this man can't enjoy a little kiki in the hot tub without being slandered. (laughs) If he never wants to work again for the rest of his damn life, he shouldn't have to. And I think they're all pieces of shit. But I just think it's so funny that that's what Elon is like. Oh, he's having fun. And that is not allowed. That is not allowed for space travelers. I also saw a photo. I don't know where the hell I saw it, but it was of it was of uh, Elon Musk. And he was wearing a shirt that said Space Cowboy. I'm like, who's the Space Cowboy here? Is it you or is it Jeffrey? Because Jeff Jeffrey wore the hat into space, which I would think would make him the Space Cowboy. And what is with these grown men <laughs> living out these childhood fantasies? of being a cowboy. You know what? I just think it's so funny when billionaires fight. Like, imagine their problems are so unrelatable. It's like, well, your spaceship would actually be doing better than my spaceship if you didn't enjoy your life briefly. Oh God, we love to see it. We love to see it, you guys. Okay, so... We got a lot of emails that you guys sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. We're going to get right into them. Thanks so much for sending them in. And what else? I think that was it before I wanted to start picking these up. Okay. Let's see. Um, This one says so embarrassing and uh, FMK. Okay. So here's things that are embarrassing. Number one, when you have a detour when driving, I feel like everyone knows I had to take this detour and is thinking, haha, sucks for you. <laughs> okay. Fair. Uh, number two, going anywhere new example. I won't step foot into a crumble cookies because I don't know the store functions. Is it a self-serve or is it like a Chipotle kind of thing? No, thank you. Oh, and then she gives a good fuck, Mary kill Judd Apatow characters edition, which we're going to do at the end. Um, I a thousand percent agree about not knowing the lay of the land in places like I hate going to new places where I don't know the, I don't know the routine. I don't know the rules. I don't know where I'm supposed to stand. Even going into a new Starbucks, I'm like, am I standing over here? Or am I standing over there? And, and it's scary, you know, going into a place and having to ask someone. I went to a bar uh, last week with my friend and I had to ask, where's the bathroom? And that's embarrassing too, because then, you know me, I automatically think that everyone thinks I'm going to freaking blow up the damn bathroom. Um... Okay. This next one says karma is a bitch. I like good evening, lady Johnson, Prince Robert and Lord Stanley. (laughs) I don't know if Stanley is the Lord, even though he is the most dominant one. And he goes up to poor, my poor, sweet Robert will be sleeping. And Stanley just comes up and, and socks him in the face. And I don't appreciate that because all Robert wants to do is snuggle and clean Stanley's ears. Uh, but yes, thank you so much. Shout out to them and shout out to you for, for, um, you know, saying hi to my babies. Okay. 
I've, li- I've been listening to the potty for only a month, but I've been catching up on old podcasts. So I feel like I've known you forever. Plus I watch you on girl code after graduating high school years ago and would look for answers to my aimless life in those episodes. My bestie who I am literally in love with reintroduced me to you. So shout out to my bitch. Okay. Shout out to your girly. And that's what we need to be doing. We need to be spreading the word about the podcast and telling our friends. Okay. So now for the good shit, I broke up with my last boyfriend in October. And even though he treated me like shit, he, uh, in parentheses, negging, gaslighting, neglecting, borrowing money and not returning it, giving me drugs without my knowledge. What? Okay. going to need a little bit of a breakdown on that one. And at the end, I found out he was on a dating site. I later learned he was sleeping with other people throughout our relationship. Jesus Christ, girl. I'm so sorry. I was heartbroken. I've learned, um, I've learned it doesn't matter who or what the other person was or did. The fact that I love him in parentheses, like I've never loved anyone before. And he chose to trash and he chose to trash that rather than value it. Anywho, we have a couple of mutual friends. And last night I was at one of their birthday parties. I wasn't drinking. So I thought I would be in and out and get to avoid him. But girl, I was having the best time of my life, shaking my ass with my friends. So he shows up with his new girl who he got in like a week after we broke up. Girl, tell me why. When I was looking for the bathroom, I walked in on my ex's girlfriend giving a lap dance to multiple dudes while while other dudes watch. Oh my God. What is this? A teen movie? My ex had apparently been looking for her for half an hour. I low-key wanted to vomit because I really wanted no interaction with either of them. After we broke up, it felt like he got to trash my heart and then go, quote unquote, be in love again. And I was over here healing. I thought seeing something like that would have made me laugh or something, but it really just made me realize that was his perfect match. He never deserved me. And I will never have a relationship that looks like that. I wouldn't wish that on anyone. And hey, at least they're probably both playing each other. And I don't ever have to be played like that again. I'm not telling any of my other friends this story because I was so over talking about him and I really don't wish him ill, but you know what? I had to spill the tea to one of my favorite pasta eating cuties and secret keeping bitches. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much. I get so flattered when you guys are like, I'm not telling my friends this. I'm telling my girly. Uh, Carl, you really helped change my perspective on this dating and relationship in general. Um, for two months, I would hear and see things that reminded me of him all the time, or someone would tell me something about him that he did behind my back while we were together. And I would feel so sick and distraught. But you said one time that those people who treated us like shit had their time with us and now it's over and we don't have to give them any more of us. It just clicked for me. And I let go of such hurt in that moment. I don't think I would have been okay seeing him at that party if I didn't hear you say that about toxic exes. Oh, well, thank you so much. Okay. It's been a long one. I hope it was worth it. I can't wait to see you and Jesse May in Atlanta in April. Kiss you right on the lips. Oh, well, thank you so much. Honestly, um, I always like when I hear that, you know, cause I'm, I'm such a idiot. I'm such a doofus. And I like when, um, you guys say that something I said actually mattered to you. <laughs> Instead of it just being like, girl, it was actually Michelle Branch. It was not, uh, it was not Michelle Branch. It was Vanessa Carlton. So I appreciate that. And that really is how I feel, you know? Um, and it, and it takes you a while to kind of realize that too, because we've all been in situations where somebody really hurt us and we gave them, um, you know, all that we could, and we did all the right things and we did everything right, but they still didn't value it, you know? And I'm like, you got to waste all of that time and hurt me all of those times. Why would I still allow you to do that when we're not even together? 
you don't get to hurt me anymore. Um, and you know, and I don't have to live with your mistakes. You made those mistakes. Why am I suffering from them? I won't, I won't do it. Uh, but I appreciate that so much. And thank you. And it's true. They deserved each other. Okay. This one says breaking up. Hello. First of all, I love the show. I got to see you when you were in Spokane. It was amazing. And you should totally come back. I loved Spokane. I love Spokane, Washington. And that was, um, you guys know when I go on the road, I'm sure I've mentioned this a million times before, but when I go on the road, I go thrifting in the areas and, and I get like good, you know, thrift store stuff. Cause all the thrift stores in New York, you really got to dig. And then you're in somewhere like Washington. I swear to God, they have the best shit, Washington, Florida, like all over the country, uh, Pennsylvania, everywhere. Um, and Spokane was, I actually set my record for most things I ever bought at a thrift store. I was at like a Goodwill and you guys had the best shit. And I actually had to FedEx a giant box, giant home. Um, and it had like five jackets in it, but anywho, some of my favorite stuff is from Spokane. Okay. She says, okay, so on to the issue. I have two children and I'm divorced. I've been in a new relationship for one and a half years with a really great guy. He's very caring, loves my kids. My kids love him. Hobby wise, we're totally on the same page. We both love hiking and being outdoors, snowboarding and active things on paper. We totally make sense. Not to mention the way he loves is so big. It doesn't even make sense to me. Like, how can you love a person that much unless it's your child? Oh, now tell me why it's so hard to be with him. I feel like I constantly have to watch that. I, I, I feel like I have to constantly watch what I'm doing and meeting his needs. If I don't, I promise you, it's going to be a three hour conversation about how hurt he feels after I see, uh, he still calls me to tell me how much he misses me after I see him. He still calls me to tell me how much he misses me. For me, it's so weird because I just saw him. I feel like he could permanently attach himself to me at all times, and he would. It's very uncomfortable. I feel so overwhelmed and smothered. However, I also feel so emotional, defeated, and exhausted because no matter what I do or how hard I try to meet his needs, he always needs more. It's exhausting. It's to the point where I wish I could just vanish into thin air and start over. But I can't because I own a house and I have kids. I've been letting him know that this isn't working for me, but he's so understanding and just says whatever you need. I'll accommodate and I don't want you to worry about me. However, I know that will come back to bite me. Uh, I'm trying to make it through Christmas because we have a trip planned with the kids to go see my parents. I don't feel like I can say don't come now. I just don't know what to do. I feel like the worst person and like there's something wrong with me. I'm dreading this conversation. Every time I've tried, it ends in him sobbing, like really sobbing. I just don't feel like I want to hurt him that much. So I stay and I hope things get better. However, of course they don't. Any advice would be appreciated from I don't think I have a heart. You do have a heart. I have been there. I have been there where someone is, and I think everyone has, um, where someone is just a little overwhelming and it's like, you already have stuff going on. I can't imagine how busy you are having kids and have like working and doing all of this stuff to begin with. So it's like, I already have so much stuff going on and now I have to worry about you and it shouldn't be this difficult. Um, I've been with people who are really sensitive. And for me, I, I think everyone should be who they are. And there's a person for everyone, but I don't 
feel like I can be with somebody who's, um, that needy and, and, you know, that I feel like I have to tiptoe around because everything I say is hurting them in some way. I, I was with a guy that was kind of, I think he was just really insecure and he was offended by fucking everything that I said, anything that I said. And then I just went, you know what? I'm not going to joke with you anymore. Like we're not, I wasn't being mean and you know it and whatever. And then I remember once I said something to him, oh my God, this is so bad. But once I said something to him, um, cause he had little salt and pepper coming in, in his hair. And I said, oh my God, the salt and pepper looks really nice on you. A hundred percent genuine, a hundred percent honest. You know, my girly, my girlies know that I want to date an 87 year old man. So I'm, I'm here for the salt and pepper. Okay. I'm here for full gray. I don't care. And, um, I said, oh, the salt and pepper looks really nice. It looks so like distinguished or whatever. And he went, would, would I ever say anything about your fat legs? <laughs> I was like, oh, my I mean, I didn't take it per like, I didn't even take it personal, but I, I knew he was trying so hard to hurt me. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe you just. I can't believe you just said that after I was giving you a freaking compliment. Why would you come for my leggies like that? (laughs) But he was so insecure about his age. And it's like, oh my God, you're exhausting. People like that really, really are exhausting. And something else that I will tell you is from what I've noticed when I've been in a situation with people that are needy like that, um, you feel like you are putting so much effort into making them feel good and not insulting or offending or hurting them that your feelings actually aren't being met and your needs actually aren't being met. So I don't think that you're a heartless person. I think that you're just, you guys are completely different and it's simply sometimes just isn't a match. You know, it doesn't mean anything. doesn't mean he's doing anything wrong, but it's like, listen, I have my other shit going on. And now on top of all of that, I'm worried about hurting your damn feelings. So get through the holidays, see what happens, see if it changes. And if I were you, I would have like a conversation with him where I'm like, I really care about you. And I think you're such a wonderful person. And I really saw a future with you. But like, if this doesn't change, we need to figure out a way that you can express yourself without it being um, so overwhelming for me. And if this doesn't change, then I'm outie, you know, because I think it's fair if he's if he's such a great guy and such a good person and he's great with your kids and he's loving like, you know, I understand the want to give, you know, to give it another shot. But I would just tell him straight up, like you, you know, we have to make sure that you're getting your feelings out in a, in a way that isn't aggressive to me. Um, but I hear you. I hear you. I'll never get over that fat leg. See, I swear. One of my friends brings it up all the time. She's like, remember when you were being nice? And he's, <laughs> cause I guess he was insecure at, about his damn hair. And he was like, would I ever make a comment about your fat legs? I'm like, I didn't know my legs were fat. (laughs) And I started hysterical laughing. I'm like, what just happened? 
you know, people really are fucking crazy. People really are just out here being mean. Um, oh God, it's so funny. Okay. So this one says trust issues, girly bumping, please help. Um, hi Carly. I know you didn't respond to this email, so I'm bumping it up to you. Okay. Well, thank you so much. And you guys, if, if you're sending in emails and I'm not getting them, sometimes they go to spam. Sometimes I don't get them, um, or they slip through the cracks. So you can always resend it and bump it up, uh, to the top. Okay. So, um, a few things have changed since my previous email, please read below and then come back to this. Okay. So this is the original email. Hey, Carly, love you so much. Looking forward to laughing with you every week. You truly bring so much happiness into my life. Oh my God, you guys, I'm going to get emotional. I'm very emotional the last, um, like week or so. I don't know why, but I just start crying out of nowhere. I think it's because I'm PMSing, but everything is making me feel a certain type of way. So I'm going to probably cry. I'm going to cry later thinking about this. Uh, I know this email is going to make me sound a little bit crazy, but here it goes. I'm in the best relationship of my life. My boyfriend treats me so special and he's truly a gem. Here's the thing. I have major trust issues. I grew up with parents that lied to me all the time about doing drugs and they were using, et cetera. And they went and then went on to my adult life. And every man I have been with has cheated on me in some capacity. I've been going into, I've been going to intensive therapy for everything for the last few years, but I still struggle a lot. Typically, I have found that an ex cheated on me by doing my own version of snooping. Yikes. Uh, And I sometimes can't help but wonder if my boyfriend could be talking to or entertaining. Okay, I'm sorry, but I sometimes can't help but wonder who my boyfriend could be talking to or entertaining. Well, I recently did a bad thing. I went through his phone when he was taking a nap and I found nothing. However, I did find some old messages between him and some girls that he has hooked up with prior to us being together. And they still follow each other IG and on IG and actively like each other's photos. It makes me feel uncomfortable and I know it shouldn't. I also know I shouldn't have gone through his phone and I feel bad about that. Also, uh, do you have any advice on how to get over these kinds of trust issues? I'm so bothered that he still looks at these girlies and he has previous that he has previously hooked up with and I can't say anything. Why would you keep following them and liking their bikini pics? I know I'm showing up here sounding so insecure and crazy. Uh, And then the the follow up is. So number one, my boyfriend is now my fiance. He proposed to me last month. Number two, I went through his phone again and found a hidden. Oh, boy. Oh boy. And found a hidden folder with a bunch of sexual photos, videos, and screenshots of his exes. None of the videos and pics were taken when we've been together, but the screenshots from IG stories. Oh, oh God. Just hearing this makes me, Ooh, okay. For, but some screenshots from IG stories of the exes in bikinis and booty pics. Am I being crazy? by feeling uncomfortable. I don't care about Instagram models, porn, but this just seems too personal and a little creepy to me. Girl, what would you do and how would you approach the situation? Please help. Um, Listen, yeah, I understand that. And of course, I'm going to preface this all by saying nobody should be going through anybody's phone. And this is why we don't go through the phone. It's not even because we're invading their privacy. It's because we're going to see some shit that makes us look at them differently because we're not meant to see it. It's personal. It's private. Listen, if somebody knew that I'm out here Googling Jeff Bezos in the hot tub 400 times a day, trying to get a glimpse of my little space cowboy, they might feel a certain type of way about it, you know? And of course that's not the real example, but you know what I'm talking about. 
We're not meant to see these things. So when we do see them, it's like, Ooh, yeah, no, I hear you. And I would be, I would be freaked out, um, about the him screenshotting IG stories. But again, it's personal, you know, you really can't say anything about it, girl. I would probably, you know what I would do? I would delete the damn folder and call it a fucking day and see if he, cause what is he going to do? Bring it up to you. <laughs> probably do that. And I know that sounds crazy, but if I, I would just not be able to know that he had that on his phone (laughs) and I would probably just end up deleting it, you know? (laughs) Um, trying to think of a way that you could do this without giving yourself up. You could just tell him like, listen, I feel weird that you follow your exes on Instagram or, um, whatever, but still, I don't know. It's really hard because I've always had such a, I really do believe that like my exes, I don't feel anything for them anymore other than like friendly, like kind of like we get it, we get each other, we know each other really well. So it's kind of like a friend thing. I don't really look at any of them in a romantic way anymore. So I think like for me, I'm just like, oh yeah, no, it's no big deal if you're friends with your exes on Instagram, but then I'm not screenshotting, I'm not screenshotting pictures of them and putting them in a, in a secret folder in my secret phone, you know, um, what I would do is say something to him about it. Maybe you got to give yourself up or like, oh, I, I was looking over your shoulder and I saw that you have this folder or what the fuck ever. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I would probably just let it be because you're giving yourself up at that point. And this just proves a point. We got to stop looking through the phone. He's not doing anything. He's not talking to anybody. He's not texting anybody. Yes. It's a little weird that he's saving pictures of his ex-girlfriends to the secret folder, but, um, I don't know. I don't know. It's not cheating. It, it is weird. And I would feel weird about it too, but it is not cheating, you know? ask yourself, is this worth ruining my engagement over? And I think your answer is right there. I think it's going to be a no. It's not worth it. And you're saying it's the best relationship you've ever been in. This is something that, you know, you gotta work through, maybe tell him makes me feel uncomfortable that you guys still you know, cause you have every right to feel that way. And if I was dating someone and I felt that they still had a, an attraction or some type of like romantic feelings for their exes, I would say something. Um, and I have done that before. I don't think it's a problem to be friends with your exes, but if that is kind of stuff is still there, it, it hurts and it sucks. I was dating a guy that like him and his ex would still would always talk and she would like flirt with him and invite him places and never include me. And like, they, she would call him late at night and all of this stuff. And it was just like very strange. And I told him that I thought it was strange. So there are boundaries to these things. I don't think everyone should be cool with everything, but, um, maybe tell him how you feel about the exes and it makes you feel weird and makes you feel uncomfortable and you would prefer X, Y, and Z. Um, and, and I think that's it because at this point you don't want to let photos of someone else ruin your relationship. Um, okay. I did that one. Let's get to this next one. 
This one says showing a lot of love. Okay. And FMK and would you rather included? Hey, Carly and her pussies, Bobber and Stan the man. Going to try and keep this short and sweet because I don't really have a problem I'm writing in about. I'm a huge fan. I have been since the Girl Code days, of course, in parentheses. Side note, I have to ask, did you ever watch Girl Code? I'm fascinated when people are on TV but never watch the show or movie that they're in. Um, I never really listened to podcasts until now, and I'm obsessed. I just binged all of Secret Keepers in probably a way too short amount of time. But hey, you don't end up in Secret Keepers Club as your number one potty of 2021, 153 episodes and 9,297 minutes and still counting. Thank you. Um, without putting in some hours, as you can imagine, I have a lot of input. Just listen to every episode. So some of the comments may be outdated, but bear with me. Um, okay, before we get to that, I did watch Girl Code in the beginning. I was like, thought it was so damn cool that uh, that I was on a TV show. I thought it was so cool. And they reran that shit every freaking day, all day for years. Um, and in the beginning, I was just like, oh, my God, I'm on TV. Oh, my God, this is so cool. I swear to God, if we got royalties, you know, MTV is non-union. So you don't, you just get paid. <laughs> they give you a couple peanuts and some pocket lint, uh, if you're new. So if, if we got royalties for that show, girly, I would be out on my spaceship, um, on, on the Mars Rover. I would be out just chilling on the moon. I would have built a house on the damn moon. That's how much money I would have had if we got paid for reruns. But anywho, I did watch it a lot in the beginning. I don't think I ever missed an episode. And then I kind of, um, I don't know if I was busy at the time. I was probably busy um, and traveling a lot. So I don't know if I was watching it as much in the later seasons. But yeah, definitely the first couple of seasons, I just thought it was so damn cool. And, and I would watch it all the time. Um, I wonder if I, I wonder if I saw every episode at some point. I'm sure I did. But yeah, I know. I think it's weird too. Like I watched that friends reunion and they were like, there were parts like anytime you watch an interview with people from like friends or like any like legendary show, they're like, oh, I don't even know what episode you're talking about. I'm like, what? That was my favorite freaking show. How, how could you not remember it? Um, but anywho, number one, shout out present baby daddy, Chris and Emma miss you guys. Oh, I love them. And I miss them too. I have to, uh, I talked to Emma a good amount, um, but I have to say hi to Chris. I haven't spoken to him in a while. Um, shout out to Ellen for never pooping in the house <laughs> when your dad is home. That is true love. I will never even speak of the F word, let alone do that in front of my boyfriend. And believe me, he wants me to, but I'm the classiest lady of all ladies. So I would never, okay, that's my girly. I appreciate that because a lot of times people are like, you need to fart in front of a man. And I'm like, I just won't do it. Number three, I feel left out that I don't have a shit crap in story. I truly have never shit my pants past the age of being potty trained. So now I have FOMO. Uh, <laughs> I had really bad period cramps at work the other night, in parentheses, waitress at a busy, fancy restaurant and was very close to having a shit crap in, but almost felt it happen. And this podcast has made me feel OK about that. But alas, I made it to the bathroom on time. Um, number four, please bring back vabbing stories. I truly can't imagine why people wanted to stop hearing them. They are incredible. And I need those banging stories back in my life. OK, I would be open to hearing more vabbing stories. We had we were doing if you're new here, if you weren't around, you know, like years ago at this point, um, 
there was like, we were getting a lot of vabbing stories and I was telling people, send in your vabbing stories. Vabbing is if you're new here, when you put your, put your pheromones, put your little, your little goose juice. Okay. Behind your darn ears and you go out to the club and you get married and you get preggies. Okay. Pretty much in a nutshell, that's what it is. But, um, yeah, I would be open to that. And I actually vabbed on a date. I don't know if I said this here on the Patreon, but I vabbed on it. I think I told you that on the Patreon. So I'll say it now. I vabbed before I went out on a date uh, a few months ago and I was chit chatting with the guy and he was like, I need to kiss you right now. Ah! And I made out on a bar and I'm 31. Stop. It's embarrassing, but I will do it. And if you are ever out and you see me making out with a guy in public, you know who it is. It's your girl. That's what I kept thinking of. I'm like, who the fuck makes out at a bar? Making out at a bar is such like a first kiss, first date kind of thing. And this was actually the second or third date I had been on with this guy. Um, But I was a little miss classy lady and we like went out for dinner and I was like, okay, bye. And I would just like get in an Uber and go home. But I think it was actually maybe the second date, but okay. Anywho. Yeah, I'm open for vabbing stories, and that's my little vabbing situation. Okay. This next part is just a little bit of advice from for the girlies and the boys out there uh, that I've been screaming to myself while listening to everyone's emails. Actions count, words do not. Ladies, if he says one thing and does another, he is telling you exactly what you need to know. She's 100% right on this. Stop giving boys so many chances when you know in your head and your heart that you deserve better. If you're in a situation with a significant other that you would not happily switch out for your best friend or sister for your place, you are in the wrong relationship. Meaning, would you be okay with your best friend or sister being treated the way that you're being treated? Recognize your own blinders. Wow, that's such a great point. And I never actually thought of it that way where it's like, oh, would I want my friend in the relationship that I'm in right now? Um, that's a really good way of thinking about it. Okay. And then she says, now I need to brag for a second, but this there, this is also to let the girls know that there are real men out there. I met the King of all angel babies about two and a half years ago when I was drunk at a bar. Oh, good for you. Maybe there is hope for me. Yes. You heard me right. I agreed to go out with him the next weekend, more like he demanded to take me out, but could not remember what he looked like. He had zero social media, green flag, so I couldn't stalk him anywhere. In parentheses, he also hated communicating on on Snapchat. Huge green flag. I went in with blinders on hoping that I made the right decision. And not only was it the right decision, but it was the best decision I ever made. Stop, I'm going to cry. This man not only had multiple towels and bath mats when we met, but he bought me my own towel slash bath mat slash loofah set in pink to have at his apartment. Stop, I'm literally going to steal him from you. No, I'm literally going to steal him from my girly and I don't want to have to do that. Uh, I could truly write a novel about all the little and big things that he does for me every single day. So ladies, stop settling. If you are at six flags, leave hundred percent agree. Okay. So thanks for letting me ramble. I have been keeping all of this inside for 9,297 minutes and needed to get that all out. Please do another podcast brunch. Um, that sounded so fun and I really need it in my life. I have included a few random FMKs and a would you rather. Um, okay. So the FMK let's do these. 
let's do these now. Okay. So fuck, Mary kill. Wow. She put a lot and I love to see it. Number one, Montauk Hamptons, fire Island. I'm fucking fire Island. Cause that's what you do in fire Island. I'm marrying the, the, uh, Montauk and I'm killing the Hamptons. Cause I'm not really a Hamptons girly. It's a little too, a little too snooty for me. Um, and no offense to people who live out in the Hamptons, God bless. And every time I've been there, it has been nothing but lovely and relaxing and beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous there. Um, but I think to marry it would be a little exhausting because it's just not my vibe. Montauk is more my vibe. It's like beach town, still really, really beautiful and nice. Um, but it's not as, you know, upper, upper echelon Cause I don't care if I'm a billionaire. I still will never, never be that girly, unfortunately. So, okay. The next one is Nassau County, Suffolk County and the city. Okay. Uh, Nassau County and Suffolk County are in long Island. For those of you that don't know, Nassau is closer to the city. Suffolk is a little farther out. That's where I'm from. So I'm going to kill Nassau because even though they have a really good malls and stuff, um, I don't really know. I don't really chill there and don't have any attachment to it. And then I'm going to marry the city and I guess I'm fucking Suffolk, but I really don't even want to do that. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that. And then, um, okay. Ooh, Christmas movie one elf home alone and a Christmas story. Marrying home alone, fucking elf killing a Christmas story. Um, number five, Sandra Bullock, Meryl Streep, Betty White. Wow. Uh, marrying Sandy. No, marrying Betty, fucking Sandy, killing Meryl, unfortunately. Uh, by the way, if you guys are looking for something to watch, uh, Sandra Bullock has a has a new show called, Un- not show, movie called Unforgivable or something like that. Unforgiven. And it was good. Little, little intense, but it was good. She's like amazing. She must have some deal with Netflix where like once a year she comes out with a new movie and they gave her $20 billion or something. And then celebrity breakups. Ooh, okay. Um, Brad Pitt, Jennifer Aniston, Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake, or JLo Ben Affleck. Oh God. I'm marrying Brad and Jen because, uh, I can't, I, I just love them so much. I'm fucking Brittany and Justin and I'm killing JLo and Ben. Sorry guys, but you're the least you're, you guys are cute, but you're still together. So you don't even count. And then the, um, other fuck, marry, kill that we got in earlier is Seth Rogen, Jason Siegel, Paul Rudd. This was the, um, Judd Apatow movie characters one. So I'm going to marry Seth Rogen. No, wait, hold on. Wait, it's hard because I really want to, I really want to marry Paul Rudd. I'm going to marry Paul Rudd, fuck Seth Rogen, kill Jason Siegel. And that's my story and I'm sticking to it. So I love you guys. I hope you're all staying safe and, and healthy and being nice and being good. And I hope you all have a wonderful holiday. Wait, Christmas is this Christmas is what, what's today's date? Today is the 19th. Oh yeah. Christmas is next week. Oh boy. Oh wow. We're really out here doing it. it. It is on Saturday. It is in less than a week. Oh boy. So I hope you're all good and have a wonderful holiday and I will talk to you next week. Bye.